from the Catholic Underground. Today on the show, we are the ghosts of Christmas past. We eat our way around the world this holiday. The 12 reasons you should be singing about Christmas, our picks of the week, and so much more. The Gothic Underground Christmas special starts right now. Oh, doesn't that look tasty? If you're joining us on the radio, there is a table of Christmas delicacies, and uh, and we will be going around the world with those in a moment. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, but it is time for the CU Weekly. We are cutting through the noise of the digital continent and uh, trying to bring you the foods and the topics that matter. I am Father Chris Decker. It's episode number 334 in this year of our Lord. Joining me this week, we've got Kathleen Lee. She is the campus minister at Archbishop Chappelle High School in Metter, Louisiana. She's drunk on the cocoa. And <laughs> that she, is true. She is our, our locally sourced Christmas Here I am. Here I am. Exactly. And in full festive gear. That's true. No doubt. The, the, the gingerbread men kind of look like they're on ginger fire because um, of the way the yarn works. It looks like, oh, ah, yeah. burning, but it's a good kind of it burn. It is a gingerbread house explosion extravaganza. That's yeah. what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. There, it, it is very festive. Uh, there's a lot going on in that. Uh, on this, on that also, uh, Olivia Galino, she's a student of life, our resident Italian food critic, and she's branched out at our Christmas table, uh, bringing you yeah. foods from the East. One time only. That's right. One time a year I make something that doesn't come from the Italy boot. Or, yeah. yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, we will talk about that in a bit uh, as we go through, through some of the foods of Christmas around the world, mm -hmm. which I'm excited about. Oh, yes. Of course, in space, no one can hear you eat, so that's where we go uh, up to, to Jeff Blackwell, technical director of the CU. He's the commandant of the Jeff Star One near-Earth orbit satellite. If you see those red and green flashing lights in the northern sky, mm -hmm. it's because you've put up the tree, right? This is true, yeah. Okay. Celebrating with that freeze-dried cocoa. That's right, exactly, mm. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess cocoa can be crunchy. Oh, no, no, no reason. No. Delish. Yeah. No, it has to be smooth. Yeah, but in, well, in space, like crunchy is smooth. Like I think there is butter in this. Uh, so, so, so to my parishioners who, who made the cocoa for the conclusion of our Wednesday night catechism season, I really want the recipe, but I kind of don't because... <laughs> my... I do. You can give it to me. <laughs> Sorry, Kathleen, want, oh, Kathleen wants it. I've probably had yeah. about six... six glasses so far. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why things are going so well with Kathleen. She's all over the place. Also, uh, in, in the satellite there, we've got uh, Ed, who's, uh, who's running the cameras, if you're watching us, and then uh, Katie, Katie Richard, who is probably also chomping on the ice, uh, ice cream, the astronaut ice cream. Mm -hmm. they, they call it cocoa, but it's really, it's all one protein square. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, there you go. Mm. We thought what would be a good idea, uh, before we get to the food, right, is to talk a little bit about, about Christmas. Because whenever you go to your family gathering or whenever you get together for your work gathering, usually one of the things that happens is you think about Christmas's past. Right. And uh, we, we tend to look back. That's really one of the benefits of family, too. And uh, we can certainly make a, a liturgy connection there, too. Because whenever we go to Christmas Mass, we are experiencing the Mass in which Christ does become incarnate. But we are also experiencing the Mass in which Christ became incarnate. 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there is a real connection there, too. Uh, I, I was um, saying before the show that I remember that because I couldn't Advent in those days, my, uh, my dad said, well, you know, uh, why don't we just do this? And so we had kind of like a Hanukkah thing happen where dad would wrap eight gifts mm. leading up to Christmas Eve, and then Santa would come, you know, after mm -hmm. that. But, you know, uh, I got a lot of books. Mm. 
and probably more underwear than I you know, <laughs> should. Do. But Classic but kid. but I got to unwrap things, you know, yeah. and that that was kind of a there's cool a, thing. There's a shorter amount of anticipation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Which has made me, you know, I don't know if it's done well for me in my adult life because <laughs> because I don't want to. It's hard to advent. Do you guys find that it's hard to advent? I find that it's not so much it's hard to wait. It's just hard to take advantage of the time. Yeah, for me because true. I'm all, you know, I'm I'm always once after Thanksgiving, especially being a teacher, you got to finish up, you got to do exams, you got to do, and by the time you turn around, it's Christmas Eve, and you're going. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I I have a whole Advent reflection book that I didn't even open. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I find myself sitting in church on Sunday thinking, oh gosh, it's already <laughs> the third week. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. I know when I put my rose vestments on um, a few weeks ago for, mm-hmm. for Gaudete Sunday, uh, I remember thinking, wow, I can't believe we're halfway here. Mm-hmm. And now here we are, Christmas week, Christmas day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, though. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. are, are there any things that pop into your mind about uh, Christmas's past? Um, well, I, you know, I, I remember a few weeks ago we, we um, put up the tree, mm-hmm. which my parents have now gotten a, uh, a fake tree. Every mm-hmm. year my whole life we've gotten a live tree. Mm-hmm. Now we have an ugly fake tree <laughs> that I'm sure, you know, whatever. So we put it up and, um, and we each, I have a brother and a sister, and we each put up our own Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. So oh, my, yeah. my mom has done a great job over the years of labeling who this was for, sometimes who it was from. Um, and what year it was, which is really difficult on little mm-hmm. tiny ornaments. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but she'll put them to the side. She'll put all the rest of them up if we're not around. Um, and then she'll put our, our special ones to the side, and then we come and, and put those on the tree. Most of mine get put on the front. Ah, well. You know. well but of course. Uh, as some, you would expect. Sometimes right? I take, you know, others down and move them to the back. Well, and, and you've got, you've got uh, some of your siblings are out of town. Right. So, mm-hmm. so basically you get pride of place. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> well, I guess that, I guess that works, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Are there any Christmas things that you remember that just kind of stick in your head, no matter what? Well, because we had to go out of town for Christmas Day, we would kind of do our Christmas on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like open one present, then get up early the next morning, then you could open the big stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's the, the 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 fondest memory I have. But now that I have grown kids who have kids, got grandbabies for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we, we we do the three days of Christmas is what we call it. Mm-hmm. So the tradition is my wife cooks a lasagna on the twenty third. Cool. We go to my my mom's on the evening of the twenty fourth, and then to her mom's, my wife's mom, on the uh the, on, on Christmas Day. So. Oh, wow. Well, that's kind of how we do so it. So the 23rd will be coming to your house. Yeah. Uh, you bring it, sister. Yeah, I'm oh, telling you. Next year. Yep. I've got no. some cocoa caught in my throat. That's not a Christmas memory here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's thick, folks. It's, it's a, thick fo- uh, a thick cocoa, folks. Yeah, there it is. Full of butter. <laughs> okay, can I say that on the radio? I, I did. Yeah. Just me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I remember Climbing when I was big. little, we would, uh, you know, come from a big Italian family, and, um, and on... Someday coming leading up to Christmas because there was a lot of people to get together. Yeah. Um, so one of the days preceding, which we still do, um, but we would go to my grandparents' house, and um, on my dad's side, and my grandfather and my grandmother they would always give the grandkids. It's a lot of grandkids, but they would always want to give us a present. Mm-hmm. So they would do like either money or savings bonds or um, like even now my grandmother still does it. She does um, like what are those Visa cards? Oh, gift like a cards. Gift card. She's very savvy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, when you don't know what to give, times. right? Yeah. You give money, yeah. No, it's a great, it's a great thing, uh, and they're so they're all so generous. But I remember, and I remember being told this because I was very, <clears throat> excuse me, very young when he, when my grandfather died. 
but he would come out with like a Christmas tree with money hanging off of it. And he would shake the money tree. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and that was yeah, that was how that he, was he the gave code for gather round kids. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, nice. so it was a sweet memory. Yeah. There, there's something to be said too about um, you know when when you have uh, families that. Uh, perhaps immigrated to the country, that sort of thing, that that Christmas for them is a time that's tied up with, with prosperity, too, and wanting to share that yeah. with, with family members. And so that's actually kind of a cool thing, too. It is, yeah. Because there's, there's a real connection there, too, is that our God wanted us to prosper mm -hmm. in salvation. He wanted us to be able to get to heaven. You know, we really, you can't take it with you, right. but, but that's what the Lord wants for us. And so His incarnation was... It's not him shaking the money tree, but it's but it's him. It's him kind of shaking the earth, saying, "Your salvation is at hand. Behold, I come." Mm -hmm. You know how how beautiful that is too. Yeah, it's really kind of cool because we don't always think that some of these little things that become part of our our family's memory actually do have these little theological points yeah. that mm -hmm. that uh, that can be made. Yeah. Do y'all um do you we we also sing to the baby Jesus before we yeah. like before we're allowed even at my age yeah we before we're allowed to go into our to our front room where the gifts are where the tree is uh, we have to stop and sing happy birthday to the baby Jesus Aww. how and, long you've done that forever yeah That's yeah awesome. and so <laughs> still like and every time we're like oh, okay happy birthday to you happy birthday and I was like no no no. <laughs> Like the angels, and I'm like, oh. And her mom is a school principal, yeah. so I know for a fact that until you sing it right, yeah. then you Yeah, so you don't we, get to go. we certainly sing Happy Birthday to the Baby Jesus, um, and then we put, we put, the, put him in the, the manger, and um, it's just a sweet thing. And, and mm -hmm. even at how many ever old, years old I am, um, which is older, um, I still love it, and I still am excited about it, and uh, it's just a sweet thing. Well, now you can do that in your home, too. Yeah, with me and the dog. I was going to say, I don't know if your dog and your cat can sing. But, well, uh, Chunk can definitely sing, just not very well. I see. Yeah. One of the things I remember is, um, is my love for the Midnight Mass. Yeah. And there's something about it whenever, now, now where you're watching us, uh, you know, you may have had a, a significant snowstorm or something like that. But in Louisiana, if it's cold and it's Christmas, it's not always, it's not always a given that that's going to take place. You know, there have been many Christmases I can remember that were... 70 or 80 degrees you felt like you were in the middle of summer mm -hmm. but there's something about going out at around 11 o'clock at night and it being crisp mm -hmm. and then going into mass and coming out in the cold kind of biting you know and then maybe heading to breakfast at you know some sort of waffle establishment yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> but there's something about waiting on the lord in the chill of the air mm -hmm. and allowing the liturgy itself and and the the festivity of the day to warm you mm -hmm. And that's a really kind of a beautiful thing that I always remember. Even today, whenever I get to celebrate Mass and it's cold, it reminds me of, of those midnight Masses uh, that I served as a child and then the midnight Masses that I celebrated as a, as a young priest because I'm older now. I'm not, you know, I'm not, the laugh lines aren't permanent yet, I don't think, but still, you know. <laughs> You're not ancient. Yeah. No, not, not ancient yet, no. no. <laughs> of course, you know, uh, there, there are anti-aging secrets in the satellite up there, uh, Jeff Star one. So. And we're working on more. That's right. He's, he's cryogenically <laughs> frozen up there most of the time. That's right. We defrost him for the show yeah, every week. Yeah, talk about a little chill in the air, huh? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so you know what I think, because the table is the table is the table. What we're going to do, Jeff, uh, if it's all right with you, is just remind our viewers that, uh, that this is Christmas show, and you are watching The Catholic Underground. I think what I might do, if I can, um, you know, we, we have technology here. 
And so, uh, <laughs> so if you're listening to us, you don't hear anything differently. But, uh, but I can actually kind of come over to to the table, and uh, we we thought that we would we would uh, do a little bit of of taking you around the world mm -hmm. with uh, with Christmas because uh, you know Christmas is is um, a universal thing mm -hmm. in in the Christian world, but uh, one of the things that that we don't always realize is that um, everybody eats a little bit differently for mm -hmm. Christmas. Yeah. And so, I mean, here in Louisiana, what, what do we do here in Louisiana? Um, fried. Is, 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 it's fried stuff. Fried and gumbo yeah. and gumbo. Yeah. Turduckins and uh, turduckins and things like that. Crawfish yeah. stuffed, uh, yeah. carcasses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Carcasses. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so we thought that uh, actually we we tasked the the Catholic undergrounders uh, with uh, with cooking some things from around the world, mm -hmm. and uh, and so like you may have uh, you may have soups in one place. You may have you know one of the things I found that was pretty uh, pretty across the board was ham. Oh yeah. Almost almost every country. Uh, has has ham. We'll put a link in the show notes to some of those uh, for you, but uh, but almost every country that I knew ha has ham, mm -hmm. and second to ham uh, actually is my offering. And so I, I guess I'll cross over and uh, and, and grab it here. Mm. Oh right, if I can sneak it. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. It is it is fish soup. Mm. I don't have a, I don't have a spoon. <laughs> so so. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's okay. A little octopuses. That's okay. So, so fish soup is what in in a lot of the of the Eastern uh, European countries, mm -hmm. um, Hungary and things like that. Uh, the fish soup is one of the, the standard things. And this one that I made is uh, kind of a standard. It's actually an Italian fish soup. Yeah. Because um, uh, our, our friend Roberto, wow. uh, who's a friend of the Catholic Underground, Kathleen and I, mm -hmm. um, who actually made fish soup under your roof. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he did, uh, and uh, and so uh, this this fish soup also is reminiscent of uh, an Italian American tradition mm -hmm. of making fish seven ways. Yeah. Do you do seven you, fishes. Yeah. Do you do that uh, at all, or have you had it, or? We never did that. No. Um, but I, I've learned about it, and I know about it. But uh, yeah, that was not something that we grew up doing. We grew up more of the the Jeff Blackwell way of lasagna, ziti, meatballs. Mm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's right. That is a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And so, and so, uh, let's see. Uh, Kathleen, would you like some soup? So, in, in in my soup here, I have I have um, I have squid. I'm just gonna eat it. Do it. Uh oh, it's not working. And then, no, no. Is that squid tentacle? And then squid tentacle. That's as like well. a whole little baby squid, which yeah. makes me very excited. Look uh -huh. at that. Right. No, I love that. Put it in that. Yeah. In that oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. a whole. Oh, oh, it fell man. over. Yeah. Baby, baby squid. And then uh, I know I'm trying, but the spoon is not making it. See, there's some it is squid the there. Thing I've it's ever like seen a creature from Europa. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I have shrimp in here mm -hmm. as well, which is a very Louisiana thing. Oh, and Katie's gonna bring me a, a napkin. And then I have mussels. Mm. Not actual muscles on me, because that one, you know. Okay, and then, um, and then let's see what else have I got. I've also got clams. Uh, I found some clams as well. So it's kind of a seafood My. soup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, really but nice. and then I have some fish too. Some some local fish here from Louisiana. Oh yeah. So uh, so yeah, that's what that's what I brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Bless um, I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, uh, but I didn't bring any bowls. I just have, I have this one thing. I think it's supposed to hold sugar or something. So, so, yeah. Today it holds soup. Today it holds soup. You can just eat it out of the crack pot. That's, yeah. that's right. That's right. Just grab a spoon. Sarama that's right. Pot. Yeah, I did. I brought the whole, the whole uh, soup terrine there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then of course you eat that with bread. I mean, one of the other things that you find in almost every, every place is bread. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a lot of bread. So speaking of bread, um, Kathleen. Should I go next? Yeah. Yeah. So this summer, um, I know I've spoken about uh, my trip to Poland, mm -hmm. and so I made um, because I've never made them before, and I thought, why? You know, why not today? Uh, try this traditional Polish dish, which I'm, I prayed very hard to Saint Faustina and Saint uh, Pope John Paul II. I made pierogies. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see here. And so yeah. Yeah. Please have one. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Mm. So pierogies, I've I found are they're. Oh. My friend Aaron has this this uh, theory that every um, oh. culture has some yeah. kind of dumpling, mm -hmm. fried dumpling thing. For yeah. um, you can have like a. a we have a, a beignet. We have an mm -hmm. yeah, but like or a meat pie. Oh, a meat mm -hmm. pie, yeah, right? like yeah, um, we have those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so what this is is just dough and potatoes and onions mm -hmm. and um a, and cream cheese on the inside, and then I put. A little mozzarella and Tony's in it. Well, of I course. mean, yeah. I made a little something. Yeah. But um, right. Tony Sachery's is, of course, a local, uh, a local yes. flavoring, mm -hmm. a local seasoning. A little, a little that we Cajun have. seasoning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so um, you can put sauerkraut in it. You can put meat in it. But I did read that um, for Christmas, they they purposely don't put meat in it because they oh. abstain. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a little pierogi. They're they're time consuming to make, but they're surprisingly really easy and they're delicious. So you okay. you. You make them, you boil them, and then you uh, you pan fry them, and a little bit of butter. Well, of course. <laughs> of course, right. um, you can kind of see the butter dripping off of these. Yeah. Which is, I mean. I, I like the idea too cool. that that there's even a theological bent to it, right? Mm -hmm. that, that we we keep the meat out mm -hmm. as a way of still abstaining to show our love for the one who gives us his very flesh to eat, his mm -hmm. flesh and his blood. How beautiful that yeah. is. And of course, you know, pierogies coming from, from, uh, from Poland, mm -hmm. um, everything that, that the Polish people do is, is so supplanted with, with their Catholic faith. Yeah. In fact, I, I believe that they dedicated their entire country to, uh, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus or to Christ our mm -hmm. King. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's nice it comes across in, in, the, in the food too. Mm -hmm. And then, so, so we, we've gone away. There, whether or not they're, they're traditional Christmas dishes, we did have some because in Louisiana, we have uh, uh, quite a melting pot of, uh, of cultures. And so we have certainly Italian Americans, but we also have Lebanese Americans, mm -hmm. um, uh, certainly Maronite Catholics. And so we, uh, we have some, I think we have some, some grape leaves over here. Yeah, let's see, uh, grape leaves. Okay. And we also have hummus, because who doesn't want hummus, right? I, I know hummus is one of the things I like. There's always room for hummus. There's always room for hummus. <laughs> And then, of course, um, uh, for dessert, because you always have to have dessert at some uh, point. Yes. You, you could, in Louisiana, it's not uncommon to drink dessert, you know, <laughs> having, having some amaretto or something. That's true. I didn't think of liquid dessert. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all right. I think, I think there's something in the hot chocolate. That's true. <laughs> Besides sure. the butter. Besides so, the butter. Yeah. yeah. So, so Olivia made uh, a dessert. I made, yeah. I found this, and I actually found this recipe in the summer which was a little bit infuriating because I didn't want to make it out of season. Yeah. You know, I like liturgical foods and I think they should be kept in their seasons. Oh, yeah. Um, so I didn't want to make them during the summer, but I remembered, oh, I'll make them mm -hmm. when it's Christmas. So mm -hmm. Merry Christmas. I made these cookies, present to myself. Um, but they're called Gribe, mm -hmm. uh, and we'll put the link in the show notes because I 
can't really spell that. But it's just a, it's a Lebanese butter shortbread cookie. Oh, yeah. And then you sprinkle, um, they have orange blossom water in them. Which oh, makes, cool. It's like a... And they give a little citrusy... Wow. Yeah, it has a really fun kind of before taste and after taste oh. to it. Um, and we'll then, have to send these up in the space elevator to right. Jeff. I'll yes. make sure you Please. get one. Jeff. <laughs> Here, go ahead. Uh, okay. And then you just sprinkle them with powdered sugar. They, they're very easy to make. You know, shortbread is another one of those uh, kind of universal Christmas mm -hmm. dishes because it's a, it's kind of a... You, you more or less in your culture have the staples to make it. Mm. Kind of like a, a pierogi or, or a, a meat pie of some kind. Mm -hmm. I love this. Oh. You know what was it. interesting yeah. was... Yeah. It's a shortbread, but you get a little zing of, of the orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? That's lovely. That's fun, right? And buttery. And buttery, yes. More butter. Yeah. But yeah, what was interesting was I was making these, and um, so I am Sicilian-American, and uh, one of our traditions is to make cuchidati, which is fig cookies, uh, Italian fig cookies, and um, it's a very laborious process, but one of them is, one of the steps is rolling out the cookies and cutting them on the diagonal oh, uh, yeah. and then either doing designs with them or just straight on the pan. And so when I was making these cookies, the instructions were to cut on the diagonal, mm -hmm. place on the pan. And so I was having that kind of sense memory of making the cuchidati with my mom, yeah. my grandmother, and, yeah. uh, and so that was fun. Cool. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of a beautiful thing too because it's not just our shared faith that can bring us together. Uh, it, it's also some of the things that we eat because we realize that even though some things are, are very different, like the in Nigeria where fish soup is uh, is is something that 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 can be that is made for Christmas, it may not be the same kind of fish that we would use in in South Louisiana, and yet and yet it is a food that binds us together, mm -hmm. um, you know. And and I think sometimes we forget that we we tend to kind of disassociate our Christmas experience to, from everybody else in the mm -hmm. world, and that's easy to do in the United States, I suppose. But, uh, but how beautiful it is that even our food in some way ties us together because we have, please God, I hope we have water, we have flour, you know, or corn flour if we don't have wheat flour. Right. I mean, some of those abilities to make the, those various things. That's kind of cool. Jeff, uh, is there anything that, that you've seen down here on earth that, uh, that, that strikes your fancy? From A to Z, uh, yeah, <laughs> all yeah, of it. Yeah, I'd well, love to. I'd love to try a pierogi, and I, I didn't realize that, uh, pierogies you could you could put different things in there. Yeah, know, I, like I, from what I read, it's kind of like a um, it's kind of like a free for all. What what do you like? You know, yeah, um, mostly potato based. But um, I mean, think about making like a baked potato. What can you put in it? You know. Um, Whatever you want. You want to yeah. put a little bacon in there? Put it in there. I'm surprised you did. Well, the, you I you know. made you made the traditional. Well, yeah, I wanted I wanted yeah. that that idea of it being being meatless. But oh, my nice. next batch, get ready. <laughs> it's basically Ooh, going to be a so baked good. potato right. wrapped. You put like sausage in there, ground meat if you want. Now they're they're. I've had pierogies that are bigger, mm -hmm. um, and these were not. So, mm -hmm. but I think that's perfect. Yeah. I've also had something like this, um, very similar to this, when I was doing mission work in Mexico. Yeah. Mm. So, like, when you think about it, all over the place. And it's really cool to be able to say, oh, yeah, I've had this in Louisiana. I've had this in Mexico. I've had this in Poland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's wonderful. I, I, uh, I know that, uh, that in my family, we would almost always have a, a ham option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's almost always, uh, some families cook turkey, and I know that, uh, you know, I don't really have a memory of Christmas turkey, but in, in many, like in Great Britain and things like that, the notion of a Christmas turkey mm -hmm. is, is kind of a big thing. Well, because they don't have it at Thanksgiving. Ah, yeah, because yeah. there's no, they yeah. don't have, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, so it's the Christmas true. turkey. Thanks, yeah. thanks for that, Kathleen. Yeah. Look at you Look go. At, that's, with the assist. Yeah, that's right. Assist. Me with, me with my uh, United Statesian centrism, okay. I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. okay. 
Yeah, but but how how wonderful it is too, that uh, that sometimes our families develop their own little things. Uh, I know that uh, one of the things that's happened in my family is uh, is sugar cookies. Like I would make uh, yeah. these little almond flavored sugar cookies, and now whenever. Uh, I go, either a family member has to make them or I have to pledge to make them. And that's kind of a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and they do, they become, they become things that we identify with the holiday, but also with our family. Yeah. yeah. Are there any things that are like specific to your family that one of your family members has to bring? Yeah, oftentimes because it is warm in Louisiana, um, we oftentimes, my uncle uh, makes fig ice cream. Ooh. Which is oh, a bizarre wow. thing to have at Christmas, but yeah. um, oftentimes we have well, it. Well, in Louisiana, it's, it's it's sometimes warm. the time for figs is <laughs> mm -hmm. still uh, into December, which yeah. is odd. Yeah. That sounds uh -huh. delicious. I'm gonna come over. Mm -hmm. Come on. So, like, does he use an ice cream maker? Yeah, he has a, a yeah an ice cream maker. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. You can hear it. You can hear it like in the distance down the driver. Like, wah, 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 wah. And then you're like, oh, woo. <laughs> you know, they, it's going to be a Merry Christmas. I think it's definitely an adult thing, too, that they don't want to share with the kids. So they make fig ice cream because none of us kids like it. We're like, oh. Mm, oh really? Yeah, and, and it isn't until later in life that you discover you it is the time for figs. Mm. That's my Christmas or my, my uh, scripture reference for you there, you see. Is it the cursed fig tree, mm -hmm. it was yeah. not the time for figs, you know. Yep, yep. But our Lord wanted the fig. Mm -hmm. So how appropriate is that you give the Lord pudding? figs for Christmas? Yeah, yeah figgy pudding, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So bring us some figgy ice cream. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That can yeah. be our song. Anything yeah. that's uh, that's unique to your family, or do you just have the Italian spread? Yeah, it's really a lot of the Italian spread. Like with Thanksgiving and Christmas traditional meals, I was completely unfamiliar with what other people did for for those meals. Uh, in in the states or even you know in in the south, yeah. Um, because it's really it's a lot of lasagna and um, I think maybe we've had a ham a couple of times, but mm -hmm. it, you know like big ziti, pasta, vegetables like a lot of squash or um, oh, yeah. green beans, you know gourds. That's right. But yeah. <laughs> gourds are good food. Yeah, but it's really more of a my mom will call a couple of weeks before every year and say, so what do you want? And mm -hmm. we each get to put in our, our your order. Yeah, each of my siblings, we get to put in our request for, and so it ends up being kind of a meal of our all of our favorite foods, like a yeah. Galeno family feast. That's I tell funny. you, and and I was honored because because I was asked for New Year's. That's right. What I want to order for the Galeno family feast, and and, and I was completely them. unprepared for that because I'm thinking, well, whatever you make, I mean, I I go over and I I eat, you know, so <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's right. If, you come to the Galena house, you wear your elastic pants. That's true. Yeah, that's right. The cassock, you know, you can wear your sweatpants underneath it. Nobody knows. <laughs> they make black sweatpants. You know, I have a priest friend who shall remain nameless. It might be Father Ryan. Who, who would wear, like, who would wear chef pants? You know, the, the yes. chef pants. Yeah, exactly. So. I love that. So if you want to let us know what, what some of your Christmas traditions are, um, you can certainly do that. As always, backchat at catholicunderground.com is the way to do it. Or if you've been following us on Facebook, a number of you have, uh, you can always go to facebook.com slash catholicunderground. That's a way to do it. You can follow us on Twitter. You know, we don't have a whole lot of Twitter followers, so maybe you think about following us at uh, cathunderground. Not easy to find, but at cathunderground is, uh, is our, our stuff on Twitter. And, uh, and that's the way maybe that you can start following us in the new year because we certainly, um, one of the, the things that has happened over the course of this year is you have welcomed us into your home. And, and so many of you uh, in, in these new homes uh, that, that, uh, that, that we touch through, through uh, Catholic media. So it really has been a, a good Christmas for us. What we're going to do is, uh, in case you're new, is that we're going to take a little bit of a break. But don't worry, we'll be right back right after these few words.
A prayer for vocations. O God, who wills not the death of a sinner, but rather that he be converted and live, grant we beseech you through the intercession of the Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, Saint Joseph her spouse, and all the saints, an increase of laborers for your church, fellow laborers with Christ, to spend and consume themselves for souls. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Oh, <laughs> welcome back to the Catholic Underground Christmas Special. Uh, yep, it is in fact Catholic Underground Christmas Special. Hi, welcome back again. Uh, I am Father Chris, and uh, of course we got uh, we got Kathleen who. Her yeah. mouth is full. Yeah, she has a peruvian in my mouth. Whatever. That's right. That's how, that's how she does Christmas. Lay off me. <laughs> and, and Olivia. Olivia's there. Yeah. Hi, Olivia. Hello. That's right. You that, caught she, me right after I swallowed my peruvian. That's right. I was going to say, she's smart. She She's not going anywhere near the food until after the show. So that and then way. I will stuff my face. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> up in space, you got Jeff Blackwell. Who is longing? Yeah, that's about all I can say. I wish. I mean, during the break, I should have sent you a pierogi up in the space elevator. I apologize. That was, okay, it's my fault. And then, and then, of course, so we've got uh, Ed, Eddie and Kate. No, Katie and Ed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What and is in this cocoa? I was gonna say, and you know, the honest thing is, we, we haven't had anything other than the cocoa and water. Mm-hmm. And I've had maybe fish soup stock. Maybe that. Maybe we're all dehydrated. We have this food that's like three or four. I don't even know how many feet in front of us that's that we right. can't touch. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and it's not. I'm distracted. And, and, it's, and it's not. It's not uh, fake food either. No, it's you real. Know, it's real. It's, it's real. Actual, and it real smells food. amazing. It does. Ugh. Yeah. You know, normally, uh, normally they you don't have live food on a set because mm. it's kind of like uh, children and dogs. You never know what they're going to do. Mm-mm. Yeah. And in fact, I remember Jeff. You'll remember this from Star Trek Six. Is that the food that they ate in the the dining room scene on Star Trek VI? Mm. It's kind of like this, uh, you know, Khrushchev meets Reagan moment, right? Uh, a peace talk. There was actual it was actual food that they had dyed different colors to look, uh, you know, exotic. Spacey. But I it was all but it was all like squid and stuff, and so it was yeah. blue and everything. And of course, it was under hot studio Ew. lights, oh. <laughs> so oh the whole thing smelled like <laughs> fish. Ew. Kind of like our, stu- our, although our studio is okay for now. It's smelling all right. Yeah, we're smelling yeah. pretty good yeah. over here. I still smell like pierogi. I mean, I, I pan fry these pierogies, so I smell a pierogi. It could be worse. <laughs> it's a new, it's a new holiday scent. That's right. You, like could, you could smell like French bulldog instead. You smell <laughs> yeah. like pierogi. Yeah, that's right. Essence of pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Eau de pierogi. <laughs> So, so, uh, so we thought uh, we thought we wouldn't just have all fun, but still have fun. Uh, and one of the things that we do on the Catholic Underground, if you're just joining us, is is we we talk about topics that really hopefully matter to you and that help you on your walk of faith. And so Christmas is one of those things that oftentimes gets taken over mm-hmm. by uh, by our secular culture. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that there there are at least twelve reasons that uh, that we should still be singing about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. To learn that the song, which we all know and will get stuck in your head as soon as I say the words, the 12 days of Christmas. That's right. Uh, it's based on the actual feast of Christmas. Yeah. There's 12 days after the Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, it's a feast for the That's church. right. It's kind of stepping all the way to Epiphany. That's right. Right, so you have Christmas Day on the 25th, and then Epiphany, where where the wise men uh, uh, unveil their treasures before the Lord, and 
all of the Gentile peoples, because the wise men represent the Gentile peoples, all the Gentile peoples are, uh, are opened up to the message of salvation in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That was your little catechetical bite. Love but it. on the way to that, we have the 12 days of Christmas. That's right. And I'll admit, when I was growing up, and even in the not-so-distant past, past. Yeah. I, uh, I was confused by the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, because in my mind, I was thinking there's more than 12 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. The song is a joke. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, the fact that it would come on, and it would kind of sometimes, like, people would play it too much, and it would grate yeah. my nerves. Yeah. So I was just like, what is it with the song? That's right. It, it does. It has, the, to the untrained ear, it mm-hmm. kind of sounds like 99 bottles of beer on the wall. That's right, you know, After yeah. a while, it... <laughs> You know, yeah. but, but but there's a I've lot come to there's in there. Yeah, there's yeah. There's a lot. lot there's a lot that's good in there. Uh, and a good way to celebrate the twelve days of Christmas would be to spend some time reflecting on the significance of what those what each day could mean for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially since there's a lot of feast days mm-hmm. jam packed in there beyond um, the feast of the incarnation of our that's Lord. That's right. Um, and so <clears throat> the uh, people at, over at Seton Magazine they adapted the twelve days of Christmas uh, into different Christmas family devotions, mm-hmm. um, and it gives us a lot of things to, to think about as we go through those 12 days. So um, each day connects to something that mm-hmm. would be specifically uh, rec- recognizable by, by those who are Catholic. That's right. And mm-hmm. I actually really like this idea, because you were saying earlier that your dad would kind of go quasi-Jewish on you and, mm-hmm. and give you eight gifts, almo- yeah, eight oh, gifts yeah, like, almost like Hanukkah. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I like the, what they're doing here, because they're using the numbers and the songs to... Uh, signify different things in our faith that numerically um, are, that are significant to us, and that's a very Jewish thing to do. Um, yeah, so very... all all the gifts that that come about after the day of Christmas or in the day of Christmas, mm-hmm. really, because you have the octave for the eight days, right. and then uh, on up to to Epiphany. That's right. Yeah. So number one, the partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge. There you go. Nice, um, nice. Yeah. Now you're singing it to yourself. Yeah. I am. Um, so the one partridge in the pear tree, of course, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because the first day of Christmas is, in fact, Christmas Day. Um, so then we have two turtle doves. Uh, and the, the two, I, I, they said that uh, the Old and the New Testaments, which I agree with. But it could also be the, the two natures of Christ. Because uh, we see that in the liturgy, too. Oh, that's true. Too. That's right. And you see that in the liturgy with the mixing of the water and the wine. So That's right. You know. It's, it's a Catholic thing. It can be both and, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you have three French hens. Um, so we have the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity. Mm-hmm. Four calling birds. Four calling birds. Like, you can't help but sing it. As it's true. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like whenever people say, now what did you say at that part in the Mass? And I have to go through the parts mm-hmm. of the Mass in my head and actually say them out. Yeah. yeah. And, and it kind of happens with the 12 days of Christmas if you're mm-hmm. trying to count. Now, was it nine ladies dancing? And you have to go do do Yeah, you have to go all of them. Yeah. So the four calling birds, uh, the four gospels, yep. even the four evangelists, and the fact part, they call, parcel. right? They're calling birds. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Clever, clever. Very mm-hmm. clever. And then you have five golden rings, yes. um, mm-hmm. and they point out the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament. Um, and I, I really, I think that's significant because it's it's like this climactic point in the song. You know, you you build up to the five. And then you have this glorious moment when they're singing about the five golden rings. And then you, when you come back, you always come back to that always, yeah. moment where the five golden rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so it might seem a l- like a little bit of a throwaway to say like, oh, well, the Pentateuch, that's five. We'll just you know fit that in there. But the Pentateuch is so important um, to mm-hmm. our faith because it tells about, I mean, it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Numbers. So it's, it's man's fall into sin and his need for a savior. That's right. Um, and even in, you know, we see, is it, uh, Genesis 3.16, the Proto-Evangelium, the first gospel, right. is contained in, in those books. 
Um, so there's longing and promise all within the Pentateuch. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, and God makes covenants with his people. He renews those covenants even when the people fall, even when they sin. Um, and all of that is fulfilled in the Nativity, which we're uh, celebrating and hearkening on uh, Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, so Which we celebrate for eight days. That's right. It's like a post-Hanukkah for us, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're celebrating the eight days of not just of, of the restoration of the temple, huh? Mm -hmm. We're celebrating the day, eight days in which the temple, uh, the temple set up inside the womb of Mary mm. and was born. Uh, the temple of Jesus' body, right? Right. The temple that you and I would become after his resurrection through baptism. I, oof. Mm. All right. Mm. Yes. I love good, it. good, good. I love it. Good, good. So then we go from five to six, and we have six geese. Uh, the six days of creation. Uh, and I, I like that too because the six geese, I mean, there, there are other animals in the song. Sure. Obviously, the two turtle doves, the partridge. But the six geese, um, it's, you can talk about when God creates um, like winged birds and birds that don't fly and all this stuff uh, in Genesis. So we're talking about the six days of creation, the six days that God is actively working on creation. And then, of course, the seventh day, he rests. I like the idea that it's it's six geese a laying, right? Yeah. And so the notion that that as as they as they lay, right, as they are um, as they are co-creating new life, if you will, mm -hmm. um, that's exactly what God is doing. So there is something too in in the verbiage, right, in, mm -hmm. in the verbs that are being used. That's kind of cool. That is really neat. Oh wow, this is like a a good post Christmas reflection meditation. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> yes, that's right. You can write us thank you letters. That's right. uh, so then, obviously, number seven, you have seven swans, uh, and you have the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Again, the bird imagery comes to play. Obviously, we think of the, uh, when we have images of the Holy Spirit, it's usually a dove. Um, but I think that the majesty of the swans can mm -hmm. communicate that mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. Um, so you have the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, or even the seven sacraments. That's yeah, one. that's right. Yeah. Those majestic gifts that are given to us. Exactly. Uh, through the incarnation, because remember, Kathleen, sacraments are outward signs of an invisible reality mm -hmm. instituted by Christ to give grace. Yep. So I teach my students all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Do they remember it for exams? Um, just for exams, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always wonder. You know, sometimes you you have to kind of jog that again because I talk about that at mass all the time. Is I'll I'll remember and remember and remember saying, remember what the sacrament is and. If we kind of have a few deer in headlights looks, you go, okay, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. You have to do a little sideline. So I got them, okay? If, if you if you release them into the wild with, with those, <laughs> I, I, I got them. After every semester, I go, goodbye. So, <laughs> be free. <laughs> yeah, oh, there go. Lord. There you go. All right. Uh, well, let's, uh, eight. Eight, eight. That's where we are. Eight maids. Uh, and then that corresponds to, or can, to the eight Beatitudes. Yes. Um, and I could even you could even say uh, like the eighth day of creation. That's right. So like the new creation. That's right. Which, by the way, Jeff is today. We are living presently in the eighth mm. day of creation. Mm. The day of the, in fact, we call it Anno Domini, the year of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's this year, but it's also next year and the year after that and the year after that, until he comes back. That's a good mm -hmm. point. Yeah. Right. Wow. So we are wow. in actually the day of the Lord, the day of our baptism, the day of the sacraments. Mm. We are in a new creation because we have become new creations through baptism. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Love it. Love it. Love it. And you thought it was just a song on the radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have the nine ladies or the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so all of these are really looking at different aspects of the church. So yeah. like in confirmation, you have the, the fruits gifts, of the, the right? gifts and the Holy Spirit. Uh, and then you have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the eight Beatitudes, which we're always called to live, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's just each of these looking at a different facet of, of the church and of our, our faith. But 
but numerically, which I think is very helpful. I have a very analytical kind of brain like that. Um, so then we have the Ten Lords. What's the big ten in our faith? <laughs> ten Commandments. I even call them the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Big Ten. <laughs> That's what I call them, yeah. Kind of connects with parishioners every now and then. They think it's a basketball thing, but it's not. Like, if you violated one of the Big Ten, <laughs> we got a box for that, you know. It's, it is a penalty, penalty box, box, kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, now there's a, that's an interesting homily. I'm going to have to keep that one for after Christmas. Right, yeah. Just like put it in the That's right. In, in the away. brain box. File that away. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So we have 11 pipers piping. Uh, and then we have the 11 faithful uh, apostles, mm-hmm. obviously excluding Judas from that. Um, right. And then you have... Yeah. That's okay. Matthias uh, made up for it. That's right. Way to go, Matthias. <laughs> um, that's right. He's a substitution there, right? Oh, wait. There's another sports in. metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm batting a thousand today. Oh my God! Cubs win. Cubs win. Okay. This keep truly going. is a Christmas miracle. You're making <laughs> it is, sports it references, <laughs> and they're correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. It, yeah. it won't. It well, won't. Uh, well, that was what three in a row. It was three in the span of. So yeah. maybe I should kick a field goal and head for home plate. It's okay. Kathleen has possession of the ball. Yes. <laughs> and lastly, you have the 12 drummers drumming or the 12 doctrines outlined in the Apostles' Creed. Now, there's one you probably have to go hunt for, right? Mm-hmm. When you go, because there are. The, the Apostles' Creed is, it, it's, it's kind of like a, a fiber-rich um, condensation of the faith, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there are 12 articles in it that, uh, that is our earliest mm-hmm. profession of what we believe. Yeah, and I like the drumming there, too, because drumming is something that you'll have a, a drummer in front of a military band or a, a mm-hmm. military cohort or something like that, or they, they announce things. There's a drum line. It's like the center of a band. And, and I, I like that because the doctrines are things we're supposed to be professing. Right, um, and, and a drum beat keeps time. Mm-hmm. Cadence keeps yeah. people in. That's why you That's have right. a marching yeah, it's such an integral part of a marching band. That's it's just, right. It keeps people, okay, come back to the beat, come That's back right. to the center. Right. You know, and That's I, what the creed does. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just come awesome. back to the... Can I just say, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I think there's probably another article here about all these different sports metaphors yeah. revealing the Catholic faith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that is, that, that's something. That really is something that, uh, that yeah, that, that the, the creed really does kind of provide the, the heartbeat, if you will, of, mm-hmm. of our day-to-day living. That's why we profess it every Sunday and uh, on some solemnities. Yeah. Because it's a, kind of like food from around the world that has some common elements, right? We, we profess one common creed, one universal, one Catholic creed that keeps us marching in step with the gifts of the Spirit, that keeps us marching in step with our mother, the church, and that keeps us in union with Peter, right? Mm-hmm. The chief apostle, and our bishops for that matter. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Would you say that our earlier segment was the concession stand? <laughs> oh. I think you probably oh. could. You probably could say that, yeah. All right, just yeah. want to make sure. Want to make right. sure that all aspects of the of the big game or although i don't think the hot chocolate could uh, could legally be sold in the concession stand because it's it's potent there and, I, and honestly i think it is it's just sugar yeah. <laughs> that's, whew, it's, yep. it's got a film on top of it that's that's butter i can yeah. i can just tell my oh my mm-hmm. yeah butter is a it is rather narcotic <laughs> oh all right well, uh, well, Jeff, I don't know. Um, you, you're the official timekeeper for our Christmas special. Uh-huh. And, and is it too early for me? Yeah, it's a uh, bit early. It's a bit early? You have about well, five minutes. Okay, well, then, then we have a I couple of idea, other things. Yeah. yeah. I'm going through the, the 12 days of Christmas, and in my mind thinking, 
Okay, how many, that was the 26th, the 27th, uh-huh. I don't know. So just to kind of give you a brief outline of what those days are. So oh, obviously, good, yeah, good, good, maybe yeah. that'll be helpful. So you have day one, mm-hmm. uh, the 25th, and we all know what day that is. It's the Nativity of Our Lord. It's Christmas Today. Day. Today. That's right. That's right. Uh, so Merry Christmas, in case That's we right. haven't said it enough. Um, and so as you, I'm sure, know, today is a day for honoring the baby Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. So even if you've gone to midnight mass, you can still keep our Lord at the center of your day by gathering around um, like a nativity scene, nighttime prayers. You can do what Kathleen's family does and, mm-hmm. and sing to the baby Jesus, happy birthday, or make him a birthday cake even. Yeah, that's um, okay. More sugar. Yeah, yeah. I mean. More butter. Oh, <laughs> Jesus would appreciate more sugar. <laughs> I, think, so I think that's what he yeah. needs from today, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then tomorrow, day two, uh, is the 26th, uh, and it's the day of St. Stephen, uh, that's right. the first the Ste- martyr. That's right, the, the day on which King Wenceslas looked out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good King Wenceslas. I was waiting for you to sing it. There it is. <laughs> on the feast of Sneeven Stephen, <laughs> where the That's snow lay saint. round about. Soft and crisp and even. There it is. Mm-hmm. Did you see? I like it. <laughs> Sneeven. I think that's a Dr. Seussian <laughs> saint. Yeah. On the feast of Saint Sneeven. Yeah. Yeah, the first martyr. How, yeah. how beautiful it is that we recognize the first martyr, the first mm-hmm. one to, to witness with, uh, with giving his life back to the Lord mm-hmm. the day after the Lord gives in a sense he 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 becomes life mm-hmm. for us right mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that that who is always alive is born mm-hmm. in time and then saint stephen right the day after right is my theology correct there i think so mm-hmm. okay. yeah keep going here we are yeah um so day three the 27th was one of my favorite days is the, the feast of the holy family mm-hmm. um and i can just imagine that they're probably still in the, in the cave and in, in the manger mm-hmm. scene uh, and and still like kind of in awe of that moment of like the Christ child has been born to us. Yeah. Um, and all that the Mary, things that means. Yeah. And right. Because Mary what? did know these things. She Mary did know. pondering them in her heart. That's right. You want to know the answer to Mary, did you know? The answer is yes. That's right. Stop singing that song. That's right. Gabriel told her, uh-huh. <laughs> and and then she pondered all these things in her heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing, too, about, about Christmas. Even though these days are taking place, it's within an octave. And so we celebrate the Mass of Christmas Day every day for eight days, even while we celebrate the feasts of these uh, these occurrences mm-hmm. within our salvation history. So, so the Holy Family, mm-hmm. and then another martyrdom. Yeah, another martyrdom. Um, so you have like joy, like the different aspects of joy being outlaid here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 28th, day four, is the, the Feast of the Holy Innocents. Um, so when Herod sent out his, his guards to kill the firstborn sons um, because he felt his kingship was being threatened, these were all the, the firstborn babies, mm-hmm. firstborn males um, being slaughtered. Yeah. Um, and so this is the day that we honor them um, for their martyrdom because they died for Christ. Uh, and then we have the day 29, I mean day 5. Day 5. <laughs> day, day 29 five. of Christmas. No, day, <laughs> no, December 29th is the Feast of Thomas Beckett, um, who's a bishop and another martyr. Uh, you have day 6, December uh 30th, uh, and it's the sixth day of Christmas. There's not a particular feast really associated with this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think like as a, as a, the sixth day, you've kind of rounded out a lot of feasts, a lot of martyrdom. So That's it's right. a good day to return to... Just kind of sit in the yeah. manger, really. Exactly, you know? yeah, because we're still in the octave. Um, so it's still Christmas, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Uh, and then you have day seven, December 31st, St. Sylvester I, who is uh, one of our Pope saints. Um, and so this is a good day, uh, especially since it's New Year's Eve, uh, to a good day to pray for the Holy Father uh, and for the church. Mm. Uh, you got day eight, uh, January the first, uh, so Happy New Year, uh, and <laughs> Feast of the Holy Mother of God. That's uh, right. It's a solemnity in in the United States. Mm-hmm. A day that that we go to Mass. It's a holy day of obligation. The reason we certainly do that is because 
she is our mother. And right. what fitting way then to give her the motherhood of our entire year to come. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then you have uh, January 2nd, day 9, St. Basil and St. Gregory Nazianzen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, two Eastern saints. Yeah bishops and doctors of the church, mm-hmm. they were some heavy hitters. I mean, oh, yeah. if you want some good reading that comes up in the uh, in the Liturgy of the Hours, mm-hmm. uh, those are some good saints to look up. Yeah, especially on the Incarnation, which yeah. is one of the things they wrote about. Uh, day 10, January 3rd, I love this, the holy name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of forget to venerate just the name of Jesus, uh, yeah. God who saves. That's right. Um, and then you have day 11, January 4th, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. So, um, one of a, it's a, she's an American saint, right? Uh, yes, she is. Yeah, she yeah. is actually, she is a, con, a, con, a convert. She's a, a naturalized citizen. She is the first, yeah, yeah. she is the first uh, naturalized American citizen saint. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a good day to remember her and to pray to her uh, for her intercession. And then day 12, we have January 5th, right before the Epiphany, is the Feast of St. John Newman. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, if you're looking for, for things to read or to, to pray for Catholic education in our country, um, his feast day is a good day to do it. That's right. My goodness. So, so a lot of a lot of things there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, I got that wrong. Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton was a native-born American. She was okay. the first native-born American to uh, to be to be named a Catholic saint, to be named a saint. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. knew she was the first. I got I got her confused with uh, with Mother Cabrini. Oh. It does okay. it does happen. It's okay. Both holy women. Well, Jeff, I think I'm going to take the escape shoot and say that it is time on the show uh, where we uh, talk about the thing that we call. The CU Pick of the Week. Oh, all right. Well, yes, we, we do have Picks of the Week. We wouldn't leave you on this Christmas special without some Picks of the Week. And so, uh, Kathleen, why don't we go to you first? Yeah, you know, a, a couple, maybe months ago, Jeff, I remember you brought up the Vigil Project. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they have a, they, they put out a, a second project, a second series, um, and it's on Advent and Christmas. Ooh. So it's, it's seven songs, um, beautiful, beautiful songs. I've been listening to them all Advent, um, just very peaceful songs, yes. songs that are like, and I don't say this about a lot of Christmas music and, you know, some, I love me some Christmas music, but it's not a lot that I found that, that really centers me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. It's, it's um, very well done. It's, uh, it's got good, Jesus-y messages. I don't know a better way to put that, but like... (laughs) Messages that are Christocentric. Yes, I think that so much sounds a lot better. Um, But, uh, but, and it's just beautiful music. And um, Mm -hmm. there's there's one track on there. um, Greg and Lizzie and John Finch and... uh, Folks you've spoken of before. Yeah. Andrea Thomas. mm -hmm, Andrea Thomas. uh, Cathedrals is on there. Mm -hmm. Um, And and Cathedral does a, they just do a just an instrumental track. Oh, cool. And I mean, smack dab in the middle of just this beautiful worship. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just takes you away. And so so it is Advent and Christmas, mm-hmm. um, but enough to, to put you in, in the, the Christmas mood past today mm-hmm. as we enter in, into this Christmas season. Yes. Uh, beautiful. So the Visual Project series number two. There it is. There uh, it is. Thevigilproject.com is where you can find yes, out. Yes, absolutely. And, and really, uh, they, they offer, the mu- one thing that I found that was very surprising, they offer the music for free to download. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and not only that, but if you are interested, like as a music minister wanting to yeah. uh, perform this music in your church, they even offer the sheet music. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's free. wonderful. So thevigilproject.com. Yeah, when you make beautiful things and you make it available, that, yeah, that's living some gospel right there. There you go. That's very true, especially <laughs> in trusting it to the Lord that uh, you'll be able to sustain the work that you do. Kind of like our apostolate. Um, Olivia, your pick of the week. My pick of the week. So, as you can see by this 
lovely roaring fire, roaring fire <laughs> that's right, keeping that's... me very very warm that's right um you might be in need of some some nice warmth uh in your home for this christmas season um for these 12 days of christmas or even mm -hmm. beyond mm -hmm. if you live in a place that gets colder than 40 degrees um <laughs> so it's this the uni 2s wood fire oven uh with stone baking board i so really want one of these things i really want one too oh, um my. and i'll have to see if santa will make a late delivery for me because oh, i yeah. i really do want one of these um, and it's available on Huckberry. We'll put the link in the show notes. But it's 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 great because it's a it's, it's kind of like a chimney because it'll keep you warm, but it also is a way for you to to bake things, cook things. Mm -hmm. um, so it's multifunctional and it's beautiful. Uh, I love things that are aesthetically pleasing and mm -hmm. functional, and this is one of those things. Um, so it's two ninety nine on Huckberry. Um, so it's a pricey gift, but it's a pricey gift. But is there really a price on pizza? Um, uh, not a wood fired no. pizza. I don't think so. Or what homemade pizza? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. You can't I, put a price I got on this you. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you got to save up your pennies, but then you'll be in the bread yeah. for the whole year. That's right. And you'll be See what I did there? It was kind I of a play that. on yeah. bread. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Back up the hummus truck. <laughs> uh, the, Our next year's uh, Christmas special. That's right. Music, right. music to my ears the is back up the hummus pizza. truck. <laughs> that's awesome. Used to sing that all the time as a kid. Anyway. Oh, so, yeah. my. All right. Uh, I, guess, I guess we should go to Jeff's pick of the week before I. You know, well, perjure myself with hummus. Can I tell you, it got to be a busy week. I do have one, and yeah. I will, I'm just going to just kind of tease it a little bit. Okay. Uh, there's a, um, a a doctor, a physician. His name is uh, Dr. Landon Roussel. Yes. And uh, he's a graduate of Cornell, went to Harvard Medical School. Uh, and uh, he he was called uh, his all his you know like his his grandpa and uh, all lived in Louisiana so he decided to come back to Louisiana mm -hmm. uh, and uh, one of the things that he has done very interesting guy um, uh, he has uh, walked and you have to help me here Father Chris yeah. the the, uh, the is it the Santiago Camino yes the, or, the Camino or, Santiago de Compostela in Spain the, the way the of big, James the big well way of Saint James the Saint pilgrimage James. walk yep yes. Um, he's walked it four times hmm. and he has written a book called the primitive way. Ah. And uh, so I, uh, I don't really, I, I've just, I'm about halfway through it. And okay. so, uh, but uh, I wanted to mention that it's from, uh, communitas, uh, publishers. Yeah. Publish, yeah. And, uh, you can find it on Amazon, but, uh, anyway, check it out there. They've, they've got a little sneak peek there at Amazon, but uh, the cool. primitive way by Dr. Landon Roussel. Very, very neat. And he has a, a tremendous apostle at that. We'll have to have him on one of these days to talk about uh, just to, to kind of tease that a little bit. Uh, and okay, okay, it's Christmas. It is Christmas week. You're watching us and you might still have, you know, turkey and carbohydrates uh, surrounding you, right? Because you're in, in the leftover space. Well, it could be time to, you know, think about the treadmill, right? So, so, <laughs> so my pick of the week mm -hmm. is, is dareb.com, D-A-R-E-B-E-E.com. Mm. It is a free service um, that, uh, that has workouts, uh, programs for nutrition, challenges, meal plans, everything, and even like a forum. And they give you, uh, for whatever you want to do, they have a, a, a workout regimen for it. And a lot of it is body weight exercises. So it's not stuff that you have to have a, an expensive gym membership to do. And, uh, and so, um, and so that, that's what I recommend. And so, in fact, uh, just today on, on Christmas Day, they have a, a Christmas tree workout. Hmm. And uh, all these things are very aesthetically pleasing as well. And so you pick the workout from the tree that you want, and it tells you what you need to do. Um, so uh, let's see, the, so the protocol is you pick an ornament and you earn it. Reps for all the challenges are given in total, however long it takes you. So a lot of these are kind of a uh, Tabata style. Mm -hmm. So you kind of do it. Uh, and the cool thing about the website is it's mobile friendly 
and it has a timer built into each of the workouts that you want to do. Oh, cool. And so you can also uh, you can also track the days on on your website using a browser cookie, and it does it automatically and everything. But dare be yes, it, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Kathleen. But not that kind of cookie. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Uh, so that yeah, that's my my pick of the week. We're always thankful for for you who have supported us over the course of this year, and uh, and we certainly want to thank you if you've prayed for us and and if you've supported us uh, with your finance your treasure we thank you and jeff we also uh, want to give them ways that they can continue supporting us yes this week the catholic underground is possible because of people like you you can join the growing number of undergrounders at catholicunderground.com slash donate and also portions of the catholic underground are brought to you by audibletrial.com slash catholic underground that's audibletrial.com slash catholic underground also by Mystic Monk Coffee. More information at catholicunderground.tv. That's right. If you want the show notes that accompany this episode as well as the podcast, maybe you're a new podcatcher you got for Christmas and you've dialed up the Catholic Underground, go to catholicunderground.com and you'll find all the show notes, all the stuff that we talked about. It'll be right there, ready and waiting for you like a present. Mm. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, our panelists have been Kathleen Lee. She is the Faith Ninja at Kathleen Y-A-B-R. Merry Christmas mm. to you, Kathleen. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and if this table goes uneaten, I see an empty chair where Kathleen once mm-hmm. sat. Yeah, yeah that's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Olivia Galino also joins us at OM Galino. Thank you, Olivia. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, y'all. Our technical director up in space is Jeff Blackwell. He is, uh, he is at Jeff Blackwellis on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas to you, Jeff. Well, a Merry Christmas to you, Father. Thank you very much. <laughs> I receive your Christmas blessing and I pass it on to our research assistant. Uh, and you know what? I'm just going to call him a producer because he helps us so much. Uh, one of our producers and the leader of the crew in the lab is Jim Hayes. Yay, Jim uh, Hayes. Jim, we want to thank yeah. you for, for being um, so much of what makes this show run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so for, from all of us, Merry Christmas to you and to yours. Our video director is Ed Ball. Our graphics director is uh, Katie Richard. And you know me. I am Father Chris Decker. You can follow me on Twitter at Digital Catholic. And we hope that we've helped you cut through the noise and find that still small voice. We are the Catholic Underground. We're Faith Gone Digital. And we shall see you next time. Underground. <laughs>